Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. I'm your host, Bruce Clay. With me today are Susan and Virginia. Hello. Hi, everyone. You can catch SEM Synergy every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. You can also download it at any time from Webmaster Radio Search Engine Optimization Channel or stream it on semsynergy.com. That's our show website. Let's take a little bit of time to look at the news, the recent headlines, the new stuff that happened. Uh, What's going on out there? Um, Well, it's, you know, kind of here's the news. It's the same as the old news. Google has once again gained some search market share. Um, They're at 61.9% for July, according to Comscore. And what is that over last year? I think, um, what is it in, you mentioned in the training, it's 48%? Yeah, so it's about a percent a month that they've been gaining for the last year. So that's... You know, fundamentally, what we can do is take shortcuts. Instead of announcing the statistics for Google, why don't we just say, as before, Google gained market share? Right. That, I mean, duh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what a surprise. Google gains market share. Uh, and I think you'll be able to say it until Google reaches, as I've mentioned before, uh, Google is 90% in Europe. I think Google can get pretty close to that in the U.S. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's definitely a good chance that we're going to see a continued rise in Google's uh, dominance until, you know, everything is Google. Well, you know, if you're not optimizing for Google, you're missing out. And uh, But there's other search engines as well. And all of those kinds of things are covered in um, the Bruce Clay training. And yes. uh, there's actually going to be a special training held on the East Coast in October. So that's a special opportunity if you've ever wanted to come to the training but have been deterred by the travel. Oh, yeah. that's That, I think, is going to be really great for people. I know people are always like, well, I don't want to come all the way out to California. It's a long way to California. This time, they're already going to be there for, for uh, SMX East. It's really easy. Just sign up and you know go to the training. I think the training is just fantastic, and not just because I'm sitting in the same room as Bruce. <laughs> well, that's okay. I Fundamentally, there's a couple of things that really makes it nice. Uh, we've gotten a lot of reviews. You can see those. If you go to the SMX website uh, and put in our discount code, which is a secret code, um, <laughs> it's if you a put in our code. put in our discount code, you can actually get 20% off of SMX and training, which is a pretty good deal. That's a huge bargain. That's a good deal. So if you've ever wanted to take training but you were reluctant to fly coast to coast. Uh, New York is coming. It's going to be good. But, yeah, I, th- I think that, uh, well, we do talk about it, and we do spend a, a moderate amount of time talking about Google. You're right. I think there is still a Yahoo out there and an MSN, and they are far from surrendering. And I think that we're going to see plenty of opportunity for somebody to tip this over and you know, cause it to at least stop or slow while everybody gets their bearings. Uh, it, MSN, 
uh, Live has really started to embrace webmasters. Uh, Yahoo has, I think, just redesigned their entire uh, webmaster interface. Right, Site Explorer has a new interface, but Susan, you were on it earlier today, and your experience was less than great. Yeah, I was. I was having a lot of um, problems getting it to load in the first place. Tried it in Firefox, had to switch over to IE. It kind of loaded in IE, and then when I tried to use it, I got an error message. So um, they're still working on it, <laughs> and hopefully that'll become more stable as time passes. But you know, Site Explorer is a really good product, it is. and. It's going to be getting better because this is obviously a rollout towards something bigger than just an interface. So, yeah, at the moment they're having a little bit of issues, or at least I'm having a few issues. (laughs) But, um, you know, definitely definitely something that's worth going to. That's what, siteexplorer.search.yahoo.com, I think is the uh, URL. And you can all just be proud that I actually remembered that off the top of my head. That was kind of amazing. (laughs) I don't know. I think there's an attaboy coming on that one. The uh, the thing is, if you tell a, a gaggle of SEOs that there's a new site explorer, it's no wonder that they didn't, you know, get a little bit of traffic on that one. Uh, <laughs> Maybe that was my problem. I was I was getting all the fanboy traffic at the same time. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's it. <laughs> so we've had a lot of things go there. Site explorer, of course, is news. Uh, another item: Google changed the quality score. Uh, they've uh, changed actually a bunch of the metrics. Uh, the metrics have first page instead of um, low bid or. Uh, I mean, they've they've really been playing around with some of that stuff. I guess generally speaking, the first page is where the action is. Um, it's really, really uh, that makes sense to me because. Uh, the current statistics, and I, I don't remember the source, they indicate that over 90% of all clicks are first page only. Yeah, I I mean, how many people click to the second page anyway? And then once you're at the second page, you're probably in research mode because you're looking for a lot of things, and so you're not going to be clicking on the, the paid yeah. search ads anyway. So... Anyhow, that's a that's a big item. Um, we also have Google adding uh, 404 pages, the enhancement tool, the widget. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Uh, you can add a widget to your custom 404 page, and it will add three different links to your custom 404 page. Uh, suggest a link to the parent directory of the one that you're on, um, your sitemap page, and a query and a search query suggestion with a search box. And and that search box actually is a Google search restricted by your site. Yeah, it's probably a site colon. Yeah. So so I guess it's for people who haven't figured out how to do 404 pages. I guess, but I don't know. I think it's probably like the very least you can do for a 404 page is is install Google's widget. If you haven't done a custom 404 page that is for your site, it's integrated into your site, it's got the no index tag, you know, has all of those, you know, important elements, the link back to your homepage, the did you mean, you know, with top your top pages and all of that. If you're not doing that at least, this is a pretty good way to just stick it in there and get started. I think it's for people who default their 404 to just going to their homepage. The kiss of death. Oh, that's so bad. (laughs) That is really bad. If you're doing it, by the way, don't. Change it right away. 
Um, I want to comment, though, uh, for those of you who haven't done it, uh, remember SES was a little bit ago. We still have all of our uh, live blogs up on our website. There were a lot of great sessions. Uh, I suggest you go and you track them down. Lots of good things. Yes, as always. We've got to take a break. So we have time for a break, but stick around. In the next session, I will be talking to David Snyder. And David was actually one of the guests that I interviewed over at SES for a great live show that was tragically lost forever. <laughs> that was so sad. So hopefully he'll be able to give us his um, insights again onto social media. And uh, stick around for more SEM Synergy. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Hey, what's that sound coming from your computer? That's the sound of me making money with Referback.com. They've shown me how to... Referback.com showed me how to turn clicks on my existing site into cash. Referback gives you free banners, mailers, even your own personal account manager. Oh, can they help me make money off my blog, too? Absolutely. Your websites, your blogs, they can all be making you money. You can even earn 50% commission on your first month. Put some into your website. Just visit referback.com. SEOSeek.com is your one-stop site for everything SEO. From search engine marketing to pay-per-click management, SEOSeek.com delivers high-quality SEO services at affordable prices. SEOSeek.com can help you with SEO analysis, monthly reports, title and meta tag optimization, email support, and so much more. Want to keep your SEO in-house? Let our professional trainers teach SEO to your staff. Get a free quote and a free competitive analysis today at SEOSeek.com. Oh, wise master, I've climbed up this mountain to seek your wisdom. Yes, how can I help you, my son? I've traveled far to ask why my business isn't growing. You are on top of this mountain when you should be on topnichenetworks.com. But I need answers. You should be on topnichenetworks.com. Specializing in direct marketing and lead generation as well as list management, topnichenetworks.com has exclusives and leading payouts. They welcome new affiliates with hot offers. We don't seem to get the results we need at a price we can afford. Topnichenetworks.com will work on a performance-only basis, so you only pay for results. TopNicheNetworks.com has the answers that you've been seeking for making your business a success on a performance-only basis. And that's a good thing, because my butt's falling asleep. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. strings. Marketing to women expert Maria Retan will untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. Purse Strings with Maria Retan. Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Jim Hedger and Dave Davies bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Webcology, Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Search Engine Marketing Formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Virginia, and I am here with guest Dave Snyder. Hi, Dave. Hi, how you doing? 
I'm doing well. Um, it was really great when we got a chance to talk over at SES. You were on the social media optimization panel, Successful Tactics for Social Media Optimization. How'd that go? Uh, that session went really well. I was on there with Kendall Allen um, and Lee Evans. Um, Kendall and Lee um, took more of the perspective of actually utilizing social media in a campaign. And then I went more into what I really consider the optimization, taking that same concept. Like once you've laid the ground floor with social media, utilizing it uh, for search and leveraging it uh, in the actual search search engine results pages um, and utilizing it for things like online reputation management and and brand equity. Mm -hmm. So, how should somebody go about that? I mean, say a company's got their Facebook account and everything or or whatever social network that they've decided is best for their audience. Um, what kind of tips should they go about to start managing their reputation and, and engaging yeah, I mean, their customers? I mean, there, there are certain uh, social networks and different platforms that tend to be utilized better in the search engines uh, like Twitter, Flickr, YouTube, um, mm-hmm. even MySpace tends to fare better than Facebook. But really, what it's okay. about is op- if you're if you have a network, optimize your for your company name um, or wh- whatever net your name you're using. So let's say if it's your CEO that you're doing a social media campaign for, optimize it for the, the, their name. Make sure you're linking from uh, your company's website to there and that's one of the things I think it's hard to sell companies is why should we send traffic off our website but uh, people are going to search for you no matter what you might as well give them the road to go down Um, and then also with universal and blended search I think people forget that YouTube and Flickr aren't just uh, media formats they're also uh, file sharing formats so um, you know the actual videos and images themselves are part of social media so optimizing for video and and images is also really important especially with blended and universal search to where like if you have a uh, let's say for Bruce Clay let's use that example so when you search for Bruce Clay that way you'll that entire first uh, search engine results page, which gets you know ninety nine percent of the traffic from search engines, uh, will be all results that you control, and that way you can keep any negative sentiment out of that first page, and also you're controlling how your brand looks in the search results. So that, that's some good um, suggestions, and then you know, photos and videos are just fun. People are looking for that kind of stuff to entertain them, so I think that's a an extra added benefit too. Yeah, it puts a, a it puts a a face, oftentimes with a name, or you know, it gives a, a visual element to something that used to just be like you know a list of blue links. So if you know you'd search Bruce Clay, for example, you just used to get a bunch of blue links and information. Now you could actually have uh, you know a video of Bruce on that first page, getting people to know who he is and and familiar familiarity with him as a person. You know, as opposed to just some information on the web. Um, you know. One of the things that is a hard sell to make sometimes, like you mentioned, is is companies aren't wanting the the traffic to move off of their site. But but how do you I don't know how do you balance those two things? Um, you know, I mean, people are going to search off your site for you no matter what because <clears throat> people are going to do their due diligence um, before doing business with you, whether you're a small business or a large company, or even if you're like uh, you're selling a product. People are going to go out on the web and find more information about you. I mean, it's what the web is is based around is information and the availability of information. So, why not put 
you know, put your content more readily available than somebody else's content that might be either a competitor or somebody, a naysayer or somebody bashing your brand. So it's really about like, do you want to have control or do you want to give up complete control? And, and in today's online environment, you're giving up a lot of control on social media. So, um, you might as well get your foot in as a, get your foot in it as well, you know, control where people are going and make sure that the interaction they're coming through, you have some kind of say in as well. Right. So then you were also on this other session over at SES, um, the Facebook feeds and microblogging session, and you talked about friend feed. Um, that's an interesting, um, network out there. Can you tell me a little bit about it? Yeah, FrontFeed is a uh, basically is a platform that what it's trying to do is bring uh, the social web into one place. Um, so, like, let's say I have a blog and a Facebook account and a MySpace account and anything else that really has an RSS feed, and I can take all those feeds, uh, even YouTube and Flickr, and, and, and put them into one mega feed, which I call like a feed on steroids, and it's like. You put all these feeds into one, which is your friend feed, and then um, you can befriend people on the platform. So you're basically in touch with all of your friends' uh, social web in one place. And then you can also have real-time interaction through microblogging on the actual platform. So if, uh, let's say, you and me are friends on the platform and you put up a picture from SES, I can go on there and comment on the picture right away. Um, you know, there were some people that were like, you know, I really don't like the platform over there. And I, I, I kind of said, you know, like, let's not look at front feed by itself. Let's look at where this application is taking us to this concept of a, of a universal mashup. The same way search engines are becoming a big mashup of video and, and images and, and search results and blogs and all these one box um, elements. The same thing is going to happen with the social web eventually where we're going to be really um, – taking all these little segmented pieces that are all over the place and putting them in one place uh, to become more user-friendly and um, just so that we can put all our social web into one area. I like it. I'll have to check that out. Um, but one of the networks er, that I am on is Twitter. So what should companies be doing to leverage that tool? Yeah, I think um, I think Twitter actually. You know, I've gotten a lot of people asking me about social media since the event, um, and they're like, you know, where's the one place we can start with our CEO, you know, to kind of sell our CEO or decision maker on social media? And I always pretty much say Twitter um, for a couple of reasons. One is. Um, People have actually seen revenue gained from Twitter as opposed to other social media formats. Uh, places like Dell and Zappos can attribute sales directly to Twitter. And basically, when you're dealing with a decision maker who might not be web savvy, like it always comes down to money with them. Um, but, I mean, there's just so many ways to utilize it. First, you can use it to build a set of brand advocates for you, which I think is the whole point of social media is to build up a brand of people that – are completely in tune with your brand and will defend it. You look at companies like Apple and Harley Davidson, like those companies don't ever need to go out and defend their reputation or manage their online social media life, uh, even though they are out there because they have such staunch brand advocates that they'll do it for them. Um, so that's really like Twitter is a great tool for that because it allows instant interaction. Also with tools like uh Search Twitter, which used to be um, search.twitter, which used to be surmise, uh, you can actually 
let's say for J.R. Dunn, the company I work for by day, you can we can do searches for like Takori rings or engagement rings. And I can leave those feeds on my screen. And then as people are searching, I can go on our J.R. Dunn account. If I see them searching for Takori rings or Twittering about it and say, hey, um, why don't you look at this ring? It's rose gold. We have it um, on sale, blah, 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 or whatever. And it's instant interaction. You're getting those customers when they're looking for what they're doing or if they're bashing your brand, you're catching them then. Very nice. Um, I forgot to <laughs> introduce you as far as like the company you work for at the beginning of this interview. So let me just say you are the search specialist over at JR Dunn, and you are also the co-founder of Search and Social. Um, and is that the organization that's putting on Scary SEO? Yeah, Search and Social is uh, one of the main sponsors of Scary SEO. It's really a brainchild of mine and Jordan Costello, my partner. Um, <clears throat> Like I love SES and and uh, Kevin Ryan, the uh, the person in charge SES has been really good to me, and uh, the others. I think the other conferences have their place, but you know I came from a, an education background, and I saw when I go to these conferences, I see like a, a kind of um, a lack of educational uh, style, like as far as people aren't really learning as much as they're just taking in information, and there's really a difference there, like. It's great to go and take a bunch of notes, but like, are they actually learning how to utilize these concepts? So we decided to put on a mini conference and see how a style would work, where it's more hands-on and education-based. And uh, from that, we're you know planning this uh, conference, Scary SEO in Deerfield Beach, uh, at the end of October, October twenty-fourth and twenty-fifth. And uh, we're really proud of our of our guest lineup and the quality that we've put together so far as uh, material for the event. I think it's going to be really uh, something people are talking about for a while and maybe we can make happen again. Yeah, they're already talking about it. So that is definitely something to look into. Where can people get more information on that? Uh, they can go to scarySEO.com or uh, you can always follow me at Dave Snyder on Twitter. Um, and, you know, just ask me questions. About it. I'm a very personable guy. Uh, I'm always willing to answer questions about anything. Um, but, you know, if you want to know more information about the event or where to stay when you come down or anything like that, just uh, you can give me a, a tweet or you can go to the actual website, scarySEO.com. Very cool. Thanks for coming on the show again, Dave. Thanks for having me. And uh, with that, we're going to take a break. Stick around for more SEM Synergy. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Um, Hello. Uh, Welcome to our website. Website traffic isn't about paying for clicks. Okay, so I guess we're going to wait until everyone shows up and then we'll... uh, um... It's about having the right content. So while you're searching for more traffic, the folks at InfoSearch Media are creating the content people are searching for. With InfoSearch Media, you can get more traffic for less money than PPC. So the next time you need to speak to your customers... Welcome to our website. They're already searching for you. InfoSearch Media. Get content that really clicks. Welcome to Madame Natalia's. You've come to have your future told, no? Yeah, you see, I'm looking for the right life insurance affiliate program, and I have... Say no more. I see you working with AccuQuote. AccuQuote? Yes, AccuQuote. They are the nation's premier life insurance brokerage. Go on. AccuQuote will create custom creatives for you to optimize your eCPM and... They will offer you the highest payout for this offer anywhere. So when's all this going to happen? As soon as you visit AccuQuote.com. For life insurance, visit AccuQuote.com. 
Looking for a new way to build backlinks and traffic back to your website? Then look no further than the quickest and easiest way to blast your article to thousands of subscribers at the click of a mouse. Introducing ArticleSender.com, the world's premier article distribution service. With ArticleSender.com, you can submit your prize-winning piece to thousands of promising publishers and article directories craving for fresh content. ArticleSender.com also provides premium services so that your article is SEO SEO ready. Plus, we provide express editorial review for rush delivery of your submissions within 24 to 48 hours. Article distribution at its easiest. One form, one click, thousands of results. Get your free account today at ArticleSender.com. That's ArticleSender.com. Stand by for the hook. Hi, this is Katie Kempner. Please join me Tuesdays at the intersection of advertising and PR while I talk with my friends, industry leaders in advertising and marketing about the state of the industry today. Live broadcast Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific or on demand anytime inside the Advertising Channel only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. Stay ahead of the trends with Affiliate Marketing Insider. Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Susan. And before the break, Virginia was talking to Dave Snyder, um, who is an SEO and a social media marketer. Uh, he was offered up some suggestions for using social platforms like Twitter um, in order to manage your online reputation. Since it's such a valuable topic, we thought we'd continue that in this section and take a little bit of a deeper look. Absolutely. I mean, search engines are great for visibility, but what if there's bad things being said about you out there? That's not always... Um something you want people to find very easily yeah well absolutely i mean really the internet's a giant conversation you know we talk a lot about how blogs are a conversation but they're just part of the entire package people are out there on forums talking about your company they're out there on your site they're out there on other sites they're out there doing reviews they're on their facebook they're on twitter and you know conversation is going on and it's going on about your brand managing your reputation in that case you know, can be a little bit complicated. There's You have to really know how to find all this information in the first place. Right, exactly. I would think that that would be one of the hardest things, figuring out what people are saying. But there's ways to, to track what um, when you're being mentioned. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You've got to have, at the very least, you've got to be using Google Alerts and Yahoo Alerts. You know, just go set it up, put your brand name in there so that anytime somebody mentions it, it comes back to you because... You know, that's that's how you really start getting engaged is by finding the conversations in the first place. Right. Um, RSS feed subscriptions to search results like Technorati, Feedster, Google News. The news sites are another place to be looking. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, I mean, one thing I really like to use is um, it's not Semize anymore. It's uh, ser- Twitter search. Right. The search.twitter.com. And that, I think, is a really great great way to monitor what people are saying about you on Twitter. And obviously that's a conversation that goes fast and furious and you really should be kind of listening in a little bit. Definitely. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, there are definitely ways to monitor and you should be monitoring, you know, news, like you said, news searches, 
social media searches, the standard search results, you know, put type in your brand name every now and then see what's coming up that isn't just where you're ranking. Right. You know, a lot of times people type it in and all they care about is if they're in number one. Don't care about that. Look at also what's number two. Look at what's number three. Look at what's number four. Look at what's number ten. Right. You know, because if the number one is Dell, but the number two is Dell Hell, <laughs> that's probably not the best search result. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to see that. Yeah, you'll definitely want to have the whole front page, um, the type of positive things that you can um, that are talking about your brand. But instead of talking about like covering up or correcting issues that have already happened, you know. Um, there's a defense, a good offensive way to approach it is make sure that you are doing proper care with your customer service, which is something that Lisa talked about in a post titled, You Too Can Prevent Reputation Management Nightmares. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's really, you know, that's reputation management 101. If there's a problem, fix the problem. You know, there's no better way to you know increase your your reputation out there then when you know when somebody says hey they screwed up that you say yeah can we fix it right. you know we're sorry we had you had this experience how can we help it's you know it, if it's a person who's just looking to cause trouble you can pretty much tell and those people you can't help them you know if they're just out there and they just want to bash your company they just want to bash your brand they don't care what the truth is they don't care what the experience is, nothing is going to change their mind. Those are the people you have to just kind of let go and accept that those kinds of things happen. But if it's someone who's having frustration with your product or they're having frustration with your service, so they can't get an answer from someone at your company and you see that, you know, and, and they're complaining about it on their blog, drop them a comment. Hey, I'm from company X. I see that you're having a problem. You know, what would, you know, what can we do to make this better? Exactly, because people are going to understand that mistakes and oversights may happen, but if you communicate with them and keep in contact, telling them how you're going to remedy it, then I bet that you might even end up, I mean, either with somebody that's turning around in their viewpoint or will become loyal to you because they know that you're not ignoring them or pushing them aside or you know you're really addressing the things that are concerning them yeah absolutely and you know i think one of those great sites for kind of keeping track of what people are saying is consumerist because they're very much on the side of the consumer people email them all the time and say i'm having this problem with x company and it works really well if you're watching that and you're seeing even if it's not your company it's just the kinds of things that happen and you see what really really makes people angry don't let that happen in the first place you know <laughs> the, the best way to manage reputation is not to make it a problem in the first place zappos has obviously created a great customer service uh culture where you know there's really nothing that they won't do to help a customer and because of that people are really willing to forgive them any kind of mistakes that they will make. I mean, if, if Zappos screwed up, not that I have heard of Zappos screwing up. But <laughs> That's a good thing. Wow. Yeah. If Zappos screwed up on something, you know, they sent completely the wrong order. They double charged the card. Everybody would be willing to be like, you know what? This is not what Zappos is like. They just, it was just a mistake. They're not evil. They're not trying to hurt you. Yada, yada, yada. Right. It's, you know, it really taking the proactive steps of setting up your culture so that people are willing to give you the benefit of the doubt, that I think is just amazing. Yeah, that's that sets you out in the right position to begin with. But if you have 
found yourself facing a reputation management problem. Um, Andy Beal at Marketing Pilgrim, who's really good with the whole online reputation management stuff you know he's got that stuff down he's got a article titled google reputation management fix your google reputation and remove negative results in which he explains some ways that you can generate content to try to maybe bump down the more negative things that are being said and coming up on the search results yeah and this would be sort of the case where you can't help the person but they're ranking really well and this is just someone who's out to get you you know this isn't a problem you can solve by going to them and saying hey, we're sorry we screwed up, how can we help it? If you've got one of those situations, you know, and you need to push down that content, that's when I would start looking at this. You know, it's not a, let's see if we can sweep it under the rug kind of thing. It's a, you know, it's just engage out there in ways that are going to get you more visibility. Um, Obviously, he's got several suggestions. Start a website, start a blog, add a subdomain. Um because Google considers subdomains separately and so they'll rank them separately. Um, create a social networking profile. I mean, these things can rank on their own and right. they'll help populate the search results. And and, and hopefully you'll do them in a, in a way that they really provide a good value to your consumers. So, you know, you're kind of approaching it with the uh, double-sided tactic. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you should obviously never be creating valueless content. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that, that I think, I hope would go without saying, but maybe it doesn't. Maybe we should say it anyway. But, you know, s- sitting out there and, and putting out things that are going to show your good faith is really going to help you both push down negative content when you can't do anything about it, when you can't solve their problem. This isn't just a company thing. It's also a personal brand thing. You know, if you're not doing personal brand searches, you know, your good name is all you have. Right. That'll carry you the rest of your life. But somehow we went way over on time. So that's it for this week's show. Thanks to Webmaster Radio as usual. And if there's anything you want to hear about on the show, please send your questions to Synergy at bruceclay.com. This is Virginia asking you to come back next week when I'll be talking with Vanessa Fox, the author of the blog Vanessa Fox Nude, and also um, one of the parts of Jane and Robot. Visit SEMSynergy.com for info on this week's guest and topics. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. Yeah.